He blesses the boys as they stand in line. The smell of gun grease and their bayonets they shine. He's there to help them all that he can. To make them feel wanted, he's a good holy man. I love that guy. Um, he is one of the best competitors and teammates I've ever had. And um, it has been so much fun to share a football field with him. And I just, I hate that it ended the way it did. And I just wanted to apologize to him that you know, I wanted to win it for him. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf. So SNR coverage of the Steelers playoff is presented by FedEx and Ford. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tony. You're in the locker room, and uh, we are uh, depressed. No, um, downtrodden, but not depressed. I, I'm saying we're um, depressed. Forlorn, but not forgotten. We are. Uh, okay, we're depressed. We're depressed <laughs> because the Steelers have lost. Uh, and uh, Ben was talking about Pounce. Well, he was talking and, about the yeah. time they sat there together, yeah. yes, and talking about the words that they were having. I, I thought that was great. I wish they had not the NFL had not interposed upon them with a boom mic. Right. I don't think that was uh, very classy by the NFL in doing it. That's a moment of uh, teammate to teammate. That was a moment of introspection yeah. that was going on in the immediacy of after a game. And that just that should have remained special, right? You know, yeah. But for Ben to express uh, his love for his teammates, I think yeah. that's fabulous. Because yeah, I mean, think about all the guys that we have uh, played, you know, played with. with, and you know, when we were talking to Rocky, okay, yeah, talking to Rocky, love the guy, yeah. You know, we only got to play with him a couple of years or one year actually, because yeah. it was our first year. But, you know, the fact was you love the guy. Yeah. And that's the love. You get bonded through the blood, sweat, and tears of football. And certainly Ben and and, uh, Marquise have a huge history, Uh, even to the point where, you know, when Ben didn't practice, Marquise didn't practice. Or when Marquise didn't practice, Ben didn't practice. You know, they were copacetic on all levels. And uh, we had a a special love for John Kolb. Absolutely. Mike Webster. Yeah. Larry Brown. Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Corson. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's the thing about it is when you're around and together and you you enjoy the, the peaks of, of winning and the valleys of losing. Right. You know, you find yourself uh, clinging to each other in the hard times. Right. And uh, even and in the good times. Yeah. You know, because you celebrate together as a group. The one thing that I loved about the offensive line was it was such a together 
type thing because if you don't have five guys of the same mind, if you don't have right. five guys that really care about each other, it's a very disparate thing. It's, yeah, uh, it's not good. And uh, we every Monday our day off, we went shooting, we went hunting, and we went. Uh, we did a lot of things. Yeah, right, I, we we went three wheeling. Yeah, yeah, we did. We had shoots and fest on uh, yeah on Tuesdays. Yeah, Mondays. Uh, Mondays was it? Yeah, but we 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 had off Mondays. Yeah, I remember we had films, and I thought for, it was on Tuesdays too, because I thought no. on Mondays. A lot of times on Mondays, I was too beat up. Right. It was just it was not good. Yeah. But regardless, uh, we did it, and uh, I I remember I remember staggering around the South Park track with our kids, you and me. Yeah. You know, on Monday, and uh, when the little one were toddlers, and it's like, oh, don't let them get too far ahead. I'm too sore to like run after them. And we had Megan and Tanner. Yeah. And we were chasing those two little scoundrels around. Yeah. But it was, a, you know, those are the memories that you have. And, yeah. yeah. And I, I think it was very special at that time that as Ben sat there with, you know, and think about it, Ben was sitting there for a little while by himself. Right. And then along came Pounce, and they sat down together. And that's the commiserating, like we talked about it before. You and I had at the Denver airport with right. Tom Moore as we sat there, you know, waiting on the plane to board the plane. And you have those moments where the reality of where you are in your career and what lies ahead yeah. is staring at you. Yeah. And so given all that, I think that's what Ben and Marquise were looking at. They're looking at, uh, you know, coming to a decision. Uh, Marquise said he wants to be done when Ben's done. Yeah. I find that kind of interesting. Yeah. So um, the, I, I believe they're both coming back next year. I would have to believe so. I can't believe you would want to end your career like that. Yeah. Um, that was a devastating loss. That was, I don't know, that's kind of a loss that needs to be uh, removed from your transcript of your playing days. Yeah. You know? I mean, the fact is, you look at this and you're saying to yourself, no, get Zooks, I'm not going to go out on a Hall of Fame career yeah. having been whipped by the Cleveland Brownies for the first time at Heinz Field because Ben had never lost to him at Heinz Field. Yeah. And that 26 years, um, you know, from from their last playoff win, I, I just I don't see it. So I think he comes back, and I think Pouncey comes back to get one more go yeah, at it and, and, uh, and have at it. And Dave uh... – so we, there's a lot of guys that we got to look at and see what happens. Yeah, you know. Let's let's go. The, uh, let's well, first go of, to the... first of all, you got a huge number of 19 free agents. Right. Yeah. Now, how many of these guys do you think you can sign? How many do you want to sign? Uh, you know. So let's start at the top. Bud Dupree. Yeah. Do you want him back? Yeah. I don't know what he's gonna charge. But uh, if you tag him, um, you'll, you'll you, you yeah. Know. I wouldn't. He's already been tagged twice, hasn't right? He? Yeah, yeah. And, so go ahead. But yeah, you know, I, I I I think Bud is a great pass rusher and is a great run player, and uh, he's uh, you know one of the things we challenged him is uh, he's not. Got going uh, the big route, mm-hmm. uh, and he's cutting uh, the corner. And uh, you know what? We we. I'd love to have Bud yeah, back. Yeah. I don't think Bud's going to come back. Yeah. You know, I my only hope would be, eh, you know what? If you've had a ACL, 
you sit there and think, okay, maybe you want to work out maybe a, a one-year, some sort of thing with the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, because obviously you're not going to be as high-priced on the market as you could be. Yeah. If you come back and have one of the year that he was having and have that along with T.J. Watt, seems to me a sound strategy if you're Bud. Yeah. But uh, I, I look at that and I go, well, if a team offers him a boatload of money just based on the fact of what he's done and how he's been and that the ACL comes through – he won't be back. Right, yeah. It, it's uh, the ACL may scare off a, a number of teams. Right. So it boils down to whether he wants to, like Zach Banner, take another one year and uh, kind of roll the dice on that, say, okay, I believe my rehab work, everything that I've done, everything that I was capable of doing, I'm uh, ready to go and I can, you know, right. after one year I can go out on the free market in uh, 20, what, 2022? Yeah. Is that it? I don't even know. Right, We're right. in 21 now. Yes. Yeah, so 2021. <laughs> no, it would be 2022. next year, 22. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, my math skills, they stink. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. So, so uh, Cam Sutton. Well, first of all, I mean, you're subtle with that. You think, to me, in my mind with Bud, you know, that whole thing is that's that's that is taking a, a chance on it. Right. You know? I mean, uh, in both ways, for the Steelers, that's also – the possibility of taking a chance because Devin Bush is coming back. You got two ACL rehab linebackers, right? And you know how how much of a loss it was this year. Yes, and so, uh, it, it was huge. Yeah, it, it was, was huge. Uh, the, the you got rid of a pass rusher. You got rid of a, a sideline. You had to play to a rookie. Line. Yeah, you know, I mean, literally, you had to play a rookie, and when you had J. Ron Elliott, uh, literally a, a journeyman. So that's what you had there. So uh, who's next? You had somebody say Cam. Okay, Cam Sutton. Cam Sutton's going to be interesting. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I think you got to sign Cam Sutton uh, because he plays inside, outside. He plays both uh, well. Uh, he's got uh, ball skills, and he sees the game well, and he uh, reads the game well. So who would you rather sign, uh, Mike Hilton or Cam Sutton? You could have a problem signing yeah, both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of them, you know, has such has a, a smaller skill lane than the other. Yeah. But then you look at Cam Sutton and you go, well, Joe Hayden's going to be up in 2022, you know, because uh, right now you got Steve Nelson, you got Joe Hayden signed up. Um, how, uh, you know, you're going to have to replace Joe yeah. coming up. Yeah. Cam Sutton could be the guy, but can you sign him? And can you sign Mike Hilton? I mean, the, those two, they're, they're going to get bigger numbers. And uh, I don't know. That's another interesting thing. I would like Cam Sutton. Yeah. There's no question in my mind you would want Cam Sutton. It takes a while to develop the skills to be able to be a utility man, playing everything from safety to outside corner to nickelback to dime hybrid linebacker. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Zooks, that's a boatload of skills. Pl- and he's played safety, too. That's what I said. Yeah. Safety and yeah. outside corner, nickelback, hybrid linebacker. That's a lot of skill sets. Right, right. So, I, you know, this is – it's interesting to me because Mike Hilton is is excellent at what he does, but his skill set is mainly uh, pointed at the run game, tackling, blitzing, that sort of thing. And so on. And, and coverage skills that are – they're not as, as great as, yeah. as you know – is his his uh, tackling and blitzing skills? Yeah, and, and you know Mike Hilton, he times up the blitzes well, 
and he submarines uh, the big offensive lineman and made made a, a dozen tackles like that. There's no question about it. Yeah. I'm not sure because of the fact I think Mike can go out on the open market and get yeah. some uh, get a big number for his skills. Yeah, and Mike Hilton was my camp phenom one year. Yes, he was. Yeah, yes, he was. So was Ola Adani. Yeah, who also got hooked on. Uh, Tony uh, Nick Chubb's forty-seven yard TD run. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. Just because. Yeah. Fact of the matter is, um, Mike Hilton is is unquestionably a valued uh, valued talent who has a specific skill set that, if you can apply it, you know, in that vein, and and you can come to a monetary uh, agreement. That, yeah, I would love it. Yeah. But if I had to pick the two, who who would you want? Cam Sutton or Mike Hilton? If one came down to another, I'd have to go with Cam Sutton. Yeah, that's that's a lot of lot of different yeah. skills that he can apply. You yeah. can't play Mike as an outside corner, right? You know, as a safety. You know, they did a little bit of that. He was, I'm sure that he he's okay in that. But I mean, Cam has a variety of skills. And again, looking yeah. towards Joe Hayden, think about Joe Hayden. You know, Joe Hayden. You love his his skills, but he, you know he's getting older. You know, yeah. can he run like he used to? Uh, not quite as much. Yeah. You know, and so at some point in time, especially if he's got next year, and uh, as I think his last year contract is next year, we'll see. Um, but you know, you got to replace him at some point. So right, Cam Sutton could well be the man. Yeah, yeah, and Cam Sutton uh, is uh, highly skilled. Very skilled. Yeah. You know, one of those highly intelligent guys. One of the things about it is, you know, the coaches. Yeah. They're not going to put a guy out there that they can't trust. Right. You know, and that trust is not just the physical thing, but the ability to have knowledge in all circumstances regarding where you are. And when you have a Cam Sutton on the outside, on the inside, at safety, at hybrid linebacker, right. you have somebody that the coaches say, I can trust this guy. He's going to make the calls. He's going to get the alignment, all those things. So Cam Sutton would be, if I had, but I still yeah, I love Mike Hilton. Yeah. So. Yeah, All right, take us to break. SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm yes, Touch. I am, and you are. You're in the locker room. <laughs> You know, I, I, I told him um, how proud I was of him and how much I enjoyed being his teammate and being his quarterback. Um, I don't know what the future holds. He doesn't know. Um, I'll always support him. I'll always um, be proud of him. And, and I think he embodies what it is to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. He's tough. Um, he shows grit. I mean, you saw some of the plays that he made tonight. Um, they were they were black and gold through and through. And so... Uh, I, I think I, I, I hope I can speak to the fans when I would say that um, they don't want him. We don't want him going anywhere. I mean, he is—he's Steelers and he's fun, and, and I'm just thankful for his efforts. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf 
Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunchin Wolf. So, SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. He's Wolf. I'm Tunchin. You're in the locker room. And uh, that was Ben talking about Marquise. No, and, no. Juju. Juju? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, we switched up at the last. I don't know if oh, you heard it. Oh, yeah. So he just he put. I'm sorry. I should have let you know. Uh, uh, it was it was Juju. He was talking about and talking about the fact that uh, you know you don't want him going anywhere. Right. Look, no matter what, no matter what, the bottom line is Juju's very talented. Right. The kid and can he's play. He's a tough kid. He's a tough kid. He brings a certain toughness, like Heinz Ward. Right. He brings. Um, an ability to to uh, come through in big moments. Uh, again, I, I don't know another receiver that's got two ninety-seven yard catches. Right. You know, catching runs. Right. Um, I, I'll, I'll say this though, um, I doubt that they're going to be able to match the money. The Steelers are, you know, they're in a little bit of a problem right. with the cap. And as Bob Labriola pointed out yesterday, and Labs talked about the shrinking cap as a possibility. Yeah. And if so, there's going to be a number of bloated contract veterans in the free agent market you know there there could be a um this could be a a bloodletting of sorts right you know they might uh, labs refer to it as the end of days type of scenario right so i don't know what that's this is going to mean you know i mean omar khan's got his work right out, uh you know cut out for him this year uh kevin colbert you i mean there's just i mean talk about the bean counters being on the spot man right this is going to be rough. So, talking about Juju, what do you think? Uh, you know, I, I I love Juju. I I would uh, focus on um, signing him. You think you can sign him? Yeah, I think I could sign him. Uh, you know, because uh, uh, I don't think anybody wants to to, to sign him with the TikToks and uh, dancing on. Uh, maybe maybe he devalued himself. Logo. Yeah. You know, maybe that's a possibility. I would say, um, obviously, I'd love to have him back. Um, yeah. I'm not sure that the Steelers can match the money yeah. that's going to be out there for him because I think some other team will pay him that number one wide receiver money, right. know, the big-time stuff. The other thing is, if I'm if I'm Mike Tomlin, i got to have a heart-to-heart with him. Yeah. Um, because this the, the stuff that uh, – I and I enjoy a lot of the stuff he does. He brings a levity. I love – I see him – Going out and paying the bills of folks on layaway at stores, yeah. you know, for Christmas gifts and stuff. And he's got such a great heart. This kid is just... Um, big heart. Yeah, big heart and a special young man. And I would love to see him keep that up and do it in that vein. When you start to, with all the TikTok stuff, with all the logo dancing, it's all about you and it starts to take away from the team. Yeah, and uh, when you summarize that with, and again, I don't think what he said was all that, you know, controversial when he talked about the Browns as the Browns, right? Same old Browns. But here's here's the thing about it. Um, and by the way, the sports reporter did cut out that part where he said they're a good team. You know, he did say that, and they didn't include that in his statement. But the fact of the matter is, when you look at um, Juju in the controversy. I think it's controversial only because of who Juju is. You know, um, yeah. You know the fact that uh, <laughs> the fact that um, uh, he's he's so capable, but yet 
controversial because of the things that he says and does. I put, for instance, if that was Dave DeCastro or if that was Marquise Pouncey, I don't think anybody bats an eye. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Juju is uh, tough. He's got great hands. Uh, he's leading the lead. He's leading the Steelers. Right. He had 97 receptions. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, but he had, it was his third worst. Uh, there was, uh, was it 6.6 receipt? No, 8.6 re- re- yards per reception. That was the third worst in the NFL. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's down. Now, I think a lot of that has so much to do with the throw short and run long type of concept that they were trying to do for a period of time there. You yeah, know what I mean? He's got th- th- he had 13 reception, 157 You're yards. You're talking about the Browns playoff game, yeah, yes. I'm uh, talking about touchdown. overall. Yeah. His 8.6 per reception is uh, way down at the near the bottom right. amongst league-wide receivers. Yeah. Um, and, again, I think that points to more of how they decided to go about it rather than Juju, you know, being uh, the, you know, the culprit for that. Right. And uh, Ben has a lot of weapons. Uh, James Washington, uh, Deontay Johnson, uh, Chase Claypool, and Juju Smith-Schuster. So what do you think, though? Do you think another team's going to throw some big money at him, or do you think he devalued himself in a, in a sense with all the TikTok and stuff? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You know, It's I, hard to say. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, but I do know this. Ben was unequivocally – Making a plea to the people too, saying, "Hey, you want him back?" If Steelers fans, yeah. I mean, Ben knows his value better than anybody. Yeah. All right. Ben knows exactly what his value is. Again, I would say it would be nice maybe if Ben sat down and and said, "Juju, let me let me just share a couple things yeah. with you," because Ben is at that that uh, sort of ability to have those conversations. With anybody on the team now. Right. You know, so that's the only thing I would say, okay? If you have a possibility of signing Juju, which I kind of think right now I'd say if I'd say it's more in favor of Juju leaving yeah. than Juju staying only because I think somebody's going to throw some big money at him, I definitely would want him back. I also would hope that there would be some conversation that would help um, to better things, you know, publicly for Juju. Yeah, he's just too good, both on the field and off the field, and what he does, and some of the the great things of charity uh, that he contributes to. Kid's great. Yeah, you know, I I I, uh, I foresee a hometown discount. You think so? Yeah. Maybe Ben gets convinced him that would yeah. be good. Yeah. That would be a good thing. Maybe uh, Ben restructures his contract a little right. bit so that uh, maybe they can make a. Uh, a you know a nice bid to keep Juju in town. Regardless, I I I would be de- definitively in favor of him coming back. No right. question. So I uh, will we'll, So we'll put him down as favorably. We want him back. Yeah, we move to James Conner. Okay, going to move to James Conner. Yeah. Um. I I I like James. I like James. He My breaks problem. a lot of tackles. He's uh, he's shifty. And uh, he's running hard, and uh, he runs over players. The only problem is he's got the injury bug. Right. And when you look at, and this is what really takes away from his game, you know, he went twenty over 21 games, he was out 17 of them. Yeah. You know, and with a variety of injuries. It wasn't just, 
It wasn't just a quad. It wasn't just a shoulder. It was, you know, uh, something else. And it's unfortunate. Um, I, I worry about his ability to stay healthy. You know, he's a, I think he's a great player in many ways because he's a three-down back. You watch him stuff the blitz. He stuffs the blitz. Right. You watch him catch the ball and run after the catch. Does yeah. a great job of that. Running with the ball, if the, he's fully capable, we've seen Pro Bowl year out of him, yeah. being able to run the ball when the offensive line is able to move the, the, the roll the line of scrimmage back, okay? Yeah. Um, but the problem is it's the injuries. Yeah. Now, again, I don't know that you can keep him. I would love to – have him, but um, he might he might be signing elsewhere. You never know. So you you think uh, the uh, injuries uh, would uh, be uh, not uh, something that yeah, yeah. something that uh, uh, keeps players, another team from making yeah, a big bid for him. That could well be teams from uh, making a bid for him. I just wonder if the injury bug is is too great to overcome for him at this right. point in time. Because, and I'm saying not just here, but you know, on the open market, he might not be a a big ticket that takes him somewhere else. Yeah. You know, he just might get signed by somebody else. Um, I would like to get him at a at a hometown bargain, right? So to speak. Um, again, uh, it's it's all got got to be about the injuries, and only the training staff and the coaches know exactly you know how that right. all works out. Because you don't have any idea on the outside, right? You know of how much the injuries are, are increasing or decreasing, shall right. we say? So, all right. So James Conner, do you want him back? I want him back. I would like him back too. Yeah, but I, I just wonder. I worry about you know his his frailty, if you will be. T.J. Watt. Okay, T.J. Watt. Well, you're good. <laughs> that's that's not a problem. You got to extend him. There's no yeah. there's no question there. They're going to extend him. Uh, without a doubt, it's just when they do it and how they do it, and who are they going to have to uh, reduce salary somewhere to be able to come up with money to pay him? But there's no problem with T.J. Watt. You're going to keep him for sure. Yeah. But how about Matt Filer? Yeah, I want to keep Matt, but you know, Matt uh, will not demand a big contract. No, he won't. Because he's no. an offensive lineman. Exactly. And he's uh, started games at three positions. He's a full-time starter, really. I th- I want to keep him. You know, I, I think that uh, you could probably get him at a at a, a decent price. Um, right. He is very capable. Um, you know, I I look at the uh, here, – here's the thing about it. Because I think Alejandro is going to – they're not going to be able to pay him what he's been paid now. Yeah. So I think Al, you're going to be lacking at the left tackle. Well, you got Zach Banner, who probably you could pay a one-year contract on, like he had last year. Yeah. Uh, you've got Chooks, who, um, you know, you, him and Matt Farley, and you let the three of them, again, battle it out. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, Chooks was a left tackle and, right. and Matt played right tackle. Yeah. That, that possibility exists right there. You know, you've got um, – Dave DeCastro and you got uh, Kevin Dotson. It's it'll be Kevin Dotson time, given if Marquise Pouncey comes back and all that. So, you know, we shall see. It'll be interesting. Yeah, Pounce. Uh, I I want him to come back. Well, yeah, I I would too. Uh, yeah. I do too. I agree with you. Um, but you know, again, Kevin Dotson's going to be a fixture there. Yeah. For a number of years, I wonder what's what the thought process of. 
um, David DeCastro is. Yeah. You know, we'll see. Um, okay. Do you think he's going to retire? I don't know that he's going to retire. I wonder at what, what time where they come to a tipping point where they're going to let some veterans go. Yeah. Hey, they're going to let some high-priced veterans go. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. I don't think David uh, would be one of them. But, you know, his name's been bounced as well as Marquise Ponce, right. uh, uh, Steve Nelson, Vince Williams, Joe Hayden, Eric Ebron. I mean, they're high-priced veterans that, right. you know— are they, would they release? I don't know. You know, I have no ideas. I'd love David DeCastro to stay, Marquise Pouncey to stay. Yeah. They're, you know, they're, they are, they're great guys. They're the core uh, leaders on that line. But when does the salary become too high, you know, whereas you've got other people you got to sign to? So, yeah. I don't know. I'm glad I don't have to make these decisions. They, you know, they're, uh, it, this offseason was going to be very interesting. Oh, it's going to be huge. Yeah. I mean, literally, you you know, you got uh, you got Wes and uh, Arthur Moat's going to be doing a lot of like right. uh, you know deciphering of of all the moves coming yeah. up in the off season. Um, certainly, that's for sure. But the fact is, you know, I, I look at this and I think, it, as I said before, to me, it's Kevin Dotson era has begun. Yeah, you know, and that's not to diminish what uh, Matt Filer did in the playoff game. I watched that tape. He played very well. Right. Matt is really capable, a capable offensive lineman. I don't think he's a – I don't – well, you know, Chris Hubbard got paid a lot for one year of starting. Yeah. And, you know, Matt could Matt could get a big ticket too. I mean, he started in three positions. This kid, The kid can play. There ain't yeah. no doubt about it. So – you can't diminish what he'd be worth on the open market, but yeah. regardless, it's time to go to break, my friend. All right, so I wanted uh, we could... so SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. He's Wolf Bob You're in a locker room, and we'll be back after this. Yeah, just like any season, um, teams are never the same, whether it's free agents, draft picks, trades, whatever it is. And, and that's the hardest thing about this business. You you lose some really good friends, and um, things always look different. So, yeah, we, we anticipate it looking different. 
You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. And uh, that was... uh, uh, ben talking about uh, the losing guys. Yeah, losing guys, losing teammates. Think about it. I think it was '87. Gary Dunn. Yeah, uh, retired. retired. Uh, then a couple of years later, it was me. Then you were left by yourself. You yeah. went to a party. You said, "Yeah," uh, and you're like, you realize something. Yeah, when I walked in Bubby's party, he was uh, grilling. What year was this? Uh, it was uh, how many years in the league were you? At Ninety-two. That point? 92. All right, so it was, what, 12 years in the league? 13 years. 13 years, yes. And so uh, when I walked into the party, everybody looked at me like some dad was there. Yeah, the old man. Yeah. So that's the way it is, and that's what, um, you know, Ben was referring to because along the way. I mean, I think about it right now. Think about it. Tim Lester just passed. And by the way, oh, our condolences yeah. go My out to uh, yes, the Lester family. Uh, you know, Tim was widely known as the bus driver for yeah, the Jerome Bettis. Back, uh, yes, walking for Jerome Bettis. Yeah. And our ex- extreme condolences go out to yeah. the Lester family because he was far too young, 52 yeah. years old. My yeah. goodness. So you look at this, and we've had, uh, you know, amongst the people we've played with, we've, we've yeah. had 18 or so. Uh, teammates that, that have passed, right. you know, and it's it's something to, that you consider because as you grow older, you know, the, the, all the things that you thought about when you were in your first, second, third year, and then you get up into double-digit years, it's extremely different, yeah. way different than anything that, uh, you know, was going on in your gourd in earlier times. Yeah. You know, as young men, I think about, um, you know, <laughs> Do, do a lot of things that you look at now in, in, in retrospect and you go, oh, dear God, forgive me. Yeah. You know, I mean, thankfully, um, the Lord's graces are, are new each yeah. and every day. And Thank his you, mercies. Jesus. Yes, amen. So you look at this, and I think uh, Ben is just expressing how uh, he's coming to grips with right. the, the ending of, of his career, you know, at some point in time, right. not necessarily this year, certainly. Uh, hopefully, it'll be at least one. It would be one more year, anyhow, because I don't. I don't see him desiring to go out with a career such as he's had, like this. Yeah, that you know, to be to be seen, uh, you know, uh, to be seen, and as he take, if he would wait five years and get a Hall of Fame jacket to be sitting on the bench, yeah, and pounce like that. I don't think he wants that to be remembered like that. Right, he's been right. too great a player. Yeah, and uh, if he comes back next year. I expect great things from Ben. I do too. Yeah. You know, and as he would of himself. Yeah. And he could I I would not expect him to come back unless he thought he can be better than he was this year. Yeah. And uh I would think that um I that's entirely possible. Yeah. Philip Rivers is still playing at a high level. Tom Brady obviously playing at a high level. They're capable. I think that philosophically you gotta Drew come Brees. to grips. Philosophically, you got to come to grips first of all with what type of offense you're going to run and how you're going to surround right. Ben with with that talent. So yeah. then you know after that, then I think you can you can move on. But until they come to a decision, uh, you know, are you going to bring back the run game in any sort right. of uh, you know big way? I don't know. So that's where to me that's the biggest question that right. I, it's facing the Steelers this offseason in many ways, at least offensively. 
So uh, do you think that Big Al Alejandro is... Uh, this is the one that's always so difficult because I have such... Come back. I have such great respect for yeah. the warrior and literally the yeah. war fighter. And that's the thing about it. You know, um, unfortunately, here too far too many players refer to themselves as warriors when right. they're not. They're just players. Yeah. But but Al is truly a war fighter. And when you see a warrior, a, man, a warrior and a war fighter, that's that's how they refer to themselves. Wow. And I uh, didn't know that. Yeah. You know, um, uh, that it's a special man and. Uh, you know, however he wanted to go, I, you know, it's like, um, he is, he is such an extraordinary individual. He's got so many capabilities beyond the football field. I wonder if his desires don't lie in that direction. Yeah. You know, he's, you know, he's not quite the player that he was a couple of years ago. Um, in the sense of, you know, he didn't quite have the same year. Yeah. Uh, I think he, I think he could capably come back to playing, but I'm not sure that I don't know, you know. I mean, he's he's just so such a renaissance type of guy right. in the sense of these his interests and talents are, are so great, and his intellect beyond the football field. You know, I don't know. He's a bright guy. Oh, he's a very bright guy. Yeah, uh, he is a very um, courageous man. He is a guy that I have the utmost respect for. Yeah, and. Uh, I just don't think that the Steelers will pay him what you yeah. know they paid. He's going to be thirty three next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, when he was in Af- Afghanistan, oh, uh, unbelievable. It, yeah, you know, and uh, you you know you listen to his 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 life story, and it's one of courage and honor, and right. uh, everything speaks to the man, the incredible guy that he is. And uh, I have nothing but the utmost respect for right. him. Right. And in in doing so, and, and having said that. To me, it's like, what do you want to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, Mike Tomlin once said, who am I to tell, you know, Alejandro anything about, um, you know, when I think it had the, the controversy came to the, uh, you know, uh, national anthem, that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, because Al is one of those rare, unique individuals who has faced the ultimate sacrifice yeah. when you go into battle. Um and uh, you know that's that's something that sets a man apart. So, yeah. Uh, having said all that, I just wonder if Al. I I got a feeling he might not be back now, right. unless they would come to some sort of agreement. You know, but um, I don't know. I again, I'm not even sure that he's wants to play. Yeah. You know, so we'll we'll see. And so that's where I stand on Al. Yeah, he. he uh, I I think he's uh, maybe he's. Want to be a politician? You don't know. He's capable. Yeah. You know, uh, I think he would be um, an extraordinary, uh, uh, capable man in right. any position that he would seek to take. I mean, yeah. a West Point grad who you know yeah. served his country on the field of battle in a battle theater. Uh, you know, come out play football. I mean, football wasn't even part of what he wanted to do. Right. You know, he said when he came out. Uh, you know, it just happened that. Uh, uh, Mike Tomlin noticed him on the sidelines over on the Philadelphia Eagles side of the field back right. in the preseason game. You know, um, that's it's an extraordinary story, and it's been an extraordinary run for Al. And I'm I'm thrilled by uh, him having uh, you know been able to have such a, a great career, even as limited as yeah. it was. Yeah, you know, because of his age and and you know his uh, you know he's fulfilled his his duties 
to uh, his country in West Point and so forth. You know, uh, when uh, he was uh, a rookie here, I was working with him in, in the punches, mm-hmm. and I was working with him in traps. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, we were at the uh, uh, square pads uh, hooked up on the, on the wall, and uh, I heard someone laughing at me. And uh, and uh, Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin were laughing, and they said, "Look at that size! Look at the 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 past." Tackle and current tackle. Right, yeah. right, absolutely. Yeah. And it really, it's definitive. I mean, Al is 6'9", 320, and wow. you were 6'2", six, six, and uh, 265. Six, yeah. <laughs> what a difference. Yeah. So, you know, the fact of the matter is uh, with Al, it's going to be, first of all, he's got to come to grips with where he is and what he wants. Right. If he wants to continue. Yeah, or, you, know. you know, I... I if he wants to continue, yeah, yeah. Again, and I, I just there's I have a feeling that he has uh, greater plans outside of his, you know, the yeah. vocation which he's currently undertaking. Like he said, football was never really in my plans. Now somebody may throw a lot of money at him, yeah. and you know that's hard to turn down, right? Regardless of your age, at you know. <laughs> When somebody throws the big money at you, yeah. what are you gonna do? When you went to Minnesota, they threw big money oh, yeah. at you. Yeah, <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> uh, it was just enough to make me move. That's right. all. Yeah. So um, I don't know. With Al, we're gonna see. Now, when, not, next guy is another when, guy. When you moved to, to Minnesota, I was so depressed because <laughs> I lost my roomie. Yeah, I know. But you also you got another. Yeah. Um, so the next guy that uh, I was going to bring up was uh, Tyson Alualu. Oh man, I I want Tyson. Alu-Alu. Well, it's interesting because he's going to be 34 in May. Right. All right, but he is playing at a high yeah. level. You that nose tackle that he uh, position that he played this year, he did an outstanding job. Yeah. You know, just watching him um, all year long, uh, the guy is a capable player. And he's, he's so good with his hands. Oh, no question. He's so good with his hands. He, he reminds me of Kimo von Olhoffen. Very much so. Yeah. The thing that I would say is that, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they can work out a deal with him. Because he, he, he seems to like it here. Yeah. You know, when I talk to him, you know, he, he says, I love it here. Yeah. You know, it was different than being Jacksonville and so right. forth. And the fact that, uh, you know, hey, you had a shot at the playoffs, and unfortunately it didn't work out. But, you know, you come back, um, you've got Cam Hayward, you've got Stefan Tuitt. He's a legitimate guy uh, who can put in legitimate snaps for you. And I think that you can right. get him at a price. I, I would say he's one of those guys that give a hometown discount. Yeah. And he is, is a, an excellent performer. And, I, I think is a third tackle. There's no doubt in my yeah. mind. And as a starting nose tackle, yeah, um, he can really give do some uh, excellent stuff again next year. And he's got such good hands. He shoots the hands, mm-hmm. and he it controls the center. Well, he's he's a powerful player. I mean, yeah. you look at his lower body, his ham hocks, his keister, his back, everything. Right. He's he's wide and he's strong. And he's got very good feet. Yeah. The thing that he's got over most nose tackles is the quick feet. Yeah. Um, and he plays again with a very low pad level that uh, that he uses when he kicks over to a right. three technique. He's, the thing about it is again, the 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 three four nose tackle is a different animal now. Yeah, you know it's it's about can you play the nose tackle and be a three technique player as well? Yeah. 
and he certainly can. So I think he fulfills the bill. I think that he's also a guy that um, you know will will give the hometown discount. He's yeah. pretty happy where he's at, and I I, I think that he is hungry. No question. I think he's hungry. I think he's one of those guys that's uh, that's always hungry, you know. And uh, he's a veteran, you yeah. know. And he's just a high quality man, a high quality player. So, having said that, time for a break. SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room, and we'll be back after. The Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. All of our Steelers guests and playoff coverage is brought to you by your Neighborhood Ford Store. And we have, uh, he's Wolf, I'm Tunch, you're in the locker room, and we have Jim Wexel uh, joining us in the locker room. How you doing, Wex? I'm doing great, boys. Ready for a nice off season. Yeah. <laughs> what you know, the first thing you got to think of is after all everything that you've experienced this year, which would include the COVID, everything going down, and then the enormous thing of putting together that book and getting it out on the market and everything else. Right. Are you ready for a little break, Wex? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm trying to think of a next project. And, uh, <laughs> this, this, this project continues, though, trying to get it into stores now. You know, I don't I, – I, I spend so much time saying after the holidays, after the holidays, I'm like, wow, it's after the holidays now. <laughs> well, I got to produce. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah, hey. So, yeah. Hey, Wex, uh, uh, there's 19 free agents. What do you think uh, is going to happen this offseason? Wow, you know they're uh, they're twenty one million over the cap with thirty five signed. Um, I'm uh, hearing the cap will go up, so that could give them yeah some really yeah. Uh, they're talking about adding a seventeenth game. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Okay, mm-hmm. I got that. Mm-hmm. Oh my. So uh, I don't know if Pouncey's serious about this retirement, but uh, that's eight million there, and uh, you know Ben is nineteen million. Yeah. What I think that's the big question: what to do with Ben? Wow. That's the first question. You know, it, you know, it is. Go right ahead. I'm sorry, my friend. Well, you know, um, and it's weird that one play makes me think of this, but that that fumbled snap. You know, how do you not have a quarterback that can get on that ball? I mean, he looked a hundred years old. Yeah, and I, 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 I you know, that that just gave 
some life to the the thinking of this offense. Is this how you want to continue? Because this is for Ben. You know, he's not a play action guy. He's not mm-hmm. going to get under the center and sneak. He's not going to do what the rest of the league is doing, which is play action and boot, play action and waggle. You know, get out there like everybody's doing now. And they have a, an offense that seems to have been figured out. Now, if if you're an offensive coach and you're Mike Tomlin and you have a resolution for this problem, for this offense that just died at the end of the year, if you have some changes to make, and that includes Ben uh, playing, well, then great. You know, if you have some ideas, I personally don't have any ideas. I'd like to kind of do what the rest of the league is doing. And, you know, the running game is coming back in vogue. Right. And no so, question. Do, do you continue this shotgun, short pass, um, pass blocking, uh, offensive line, and just forget about the run? I don't know that you can. So that may force your hand to uh, say this is the end for Ben. But if you've got a plan, because he's still got the arm, yeah. It's just what we talked about before, the the bionics aren't seeming to work, especially early in the game when he overthrows Benny Snell by 10 yards. It's like, I mean, the arm strength is there, but it's like he doesn't have control over it for a while. I, I can't explain it. His deep balls weren't nearly as good this year, although we had hope, you know, because of uh, the last few games, uh, there were some deep balls that he hit on, and we are saying, okay, that opened things up. But uh, this last game, geez, I don't know that I don't know that you can continue in this direction. Hey, Jimmy, uh, when uh, when they uh, uh, Cleveland played a soft zone, Ben was hot. He just completing a lot of passes. Yeah, yeah. Well, he warmed up and his accuracy improved. But as you say, uh, you're not going to see that soft zone. It goes with twenty-eight point leads. Well, you you hope you wouldn't see that. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're going to see so, some real soft and, ones at twenty-eight nothing. <laughs> yes. Now, I, I don't I don't know that um, the offensive line needs as much of attention as we all think. I don't know if there's not mindset involved and just a different offensive philosophy that would that would make this line come off the ball better, uh, more physical. Of course, if Pouncey's gone, you have a major hole. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, and, and you do have a lot of free agent tackles. You know, I believe Chooks is one. I, I, there's like three tackles, Banner, um, Filer, and um, uh, Al uh, are free agents, right? Right. And Chooks is back, yeah. So, you know, maybe you have more than one hole there. Well, uh, we were talking kicking around. One of the guys that I, I really question whether he'll be back is Al, and I just question it in the sense of uh, just past conversations I've had with him. Knowing, I, I wonder if he's got more that he wants to do beyond the NFL. You know what I mean? He's well, a very you, learned you know guy. How, yeah, yeah. You know he does. You know, yeah. you know how he is. And yes, his goal is to be a billionaire. And I don't think he's going to do that playing tackle in the National Football League. Right. Um, well, yeah. That's I, how you stake yourself you, to something. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you got to play tackle in the NFL, and uh, he's going to be rich uh, by doing that. No, not a billionaire. Well, no. I think billionaire I think he's made his. I think he's made his name already. 
Yeah. I think he can do with his reputation what it would take to get up to that billionaire status. But I, I think continuing to play left tackle isn't going to help his name much. I, I mean, he's already established as a, a hero. Yeah. And a good guy and a guy that a lot of people will put their money down on and, uh, you know, they'll back and support a guy like this. Um, and, you know, DeCastro dropped the bomb early in the year saying that uh, he thought this would be Al's last year. And we never yes. got to follow up on David with that or Al. Uh, so you may be right, Wolf. Uh you know, I forgot oh, what I already yeah. knew. Yeah, David, David, <laughs> David uh, uh, was uh, given insight, and Pounce, uh, I, I don't know if uh, Marquise Pouncey is going to retire, uh, but uh, if Ben does, yeah, I think he does. Yeah, you know, uh, Dale Lawley reported that he is, so uh, I'm, I'm just assuming that, you know, Ramon works for that site or did work for that site, so I'm just assuming he got it from Ramon. And uh, so, you know, that that's pretty reliable, I, I would assume. Wait a minute, he, he, and, say uh, that again, all right, Wex? Well, uh, Dale Lawley reported that Pouncey's retiring. Okay, interesting. And, you know, Ramon, Ramon worked for the same site that right Dale. i don't know what the affiliation still is because i don't know ramon jumped uh, into nashville radio right right yeah um, but i'm sure he's still tight with those guys and i'm just assuming that's where he got the information just an assumption right and it makes sense and you know the way pounce and ben were talking on the bench there uh that's all going to be on nfl films about i wanted to win one for you ben said right it made me think that uh, pounce does want to retire and, you know, he's been beat up pretty good. You know, that, that uh, geez, uh, it started when he missed the first Super Bowl his rookie year. Mm-hmm. What year, what year so, is this for Pounce? Well, he, he was uh, injured in that Super Bowl in 2010. So this would be uh, what, 11 years yeah. playing. Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. 12 years. Yeah. Uh, so, um Wow. You, know, you hate to see him go. I, I, I always enjoyed Pounce. And, uh, well, let me ask you this so, now. What what kind of uh, determining factor might that be for Ben? Because there was an awful lot of talk you know, between the two of them that when one goes, the other goes. Yeah, Ben kind of sounded after the game like he wanted to come back. Uh, but he's going to give it some thought. Yeah. Um, I, you know, if, if Pounce does go... There's there's a big hole there. Oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, they will have to draft center high because, you know, I don't know that Hassenauer. You know, even even if Hassenauer, they do judge him to be starting caliber and move him up. They still like another guy in the pipeline. This is an organization built on a you know with great centers, right. always having a great center. Right. Uh, I'm not knocking Hassenauer, but I, he doesn't qualify as that kind of. You know, look at their line of centers. No, I, I agree with you, but I will say this: in the time that he did play, he represented himself well. Yeah. But I agree with you; he's he's not going to be amongst that that line of of great. You know, the the Mike Webster's, Dermani Dawson, and so forth. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Ray Mansfield, <laughs> the Ranger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had a guy named Bill Walsh in the fifties was a Pro Bowler. Yeah, and so uh, and Jeff Harding's. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and Harding said absolutely. So, uh, you know, even if Hassenauer does step in and play a year and 
that, that you would still expect them to draft a center high to get in the pipeline and help them out at guard as well. If you're that high of a pick, you can, you know, do what Dermani was a guard when he was drafted. Yeah. So, you know, and, and you can, you can, and hey, if Hassenauer holds him off for years to come, more power to him. That's right. That, that will help the whole organization. But this backup center that you would draft high maybe becomes a guard then. And, yeah. you know, they need, they need, Reinforcements all over that line. They've they've kind of ignored it because of players like Pouncey and DeCastro, and and then they found Al uh, off the scrap heap. So and Foster was an undrafted free agent for how many years? So right. they were able to ignore the line for a while, and now ignoring it can no longer be possible. Right, right, no doubt about it. Now there's going to be some. There's a number of other guys. One of the things that Tunch and I were kicking around earlier was you know you've got Mike Hilton, you've got Cam Sutton. And uh, I came to the in, in my thought process because Cam Sutton has so many variable skill sets that he's yeah. able to to bring. That would give you the you know, and the fact that Joe Hayden is going to be you know at some point in time here, he, they got to replace him. Uh, that Cam seems like a, a guy candidate that you might want to put some money in. Mike having a a more narrow skill set available, yeah, it might not be feasible to keep both. Yeah, you know, it was weird at the beginning of the year. I thought they should have made a move on, on Cam. I thought he was a more valuable player, but, you know, they had a Hilton higher in the pecking order. He right. had a bigger role. He had his niche carved out. Right. He wasn't just that, that guy that could you could play everywhere. So it, it, it didn't make sense for them to give Cam more money than Hilton. So they kind of left that, those two alone to see how it worked out. And I think I – think I, at least I believe that Cam proved to be a more valuable player. I would have to even agree with Hilton, you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even though Hilton has the one solid position to himself, and and has made a, a, a niche out of that position, his own style in that position. So it's kind of a weird call there. Um, you just hope you can get one back. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and you know, Joe Hayden. You know, Joe Hayden. He's looking at seven million. Uh, as uh, you know, uh, if he's cut, I don't know how happy they are that he got COVID. Uh, you know, having a party. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not sure of all. Oh, is that what happened? Details of that, but oh. I, uh, there's a lot of grumbling on the net about what went down oh. with Hayden there. And you know, they didn't go with Justin Lane. They went with uh, Pierre. Yeah. And boy, you look at his size. And if Tomlin's really as excited about him as the announcer said during the game, yeah, I don't know. But the fact that he played him tells you he's excited enough. And then he he had a PBU on the one exactly one with Richard Higgins yeah. along the yeah. sidelines that Justin Lane got beat for a forty-two yarder the week before. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think we can assume that they're very happy and excited about Pierre. And if you get Sutton. Uh, who knows if Hayden if Hayden makes the uh, the cut as far as uh, you know with cap money involved? Yeah, I, I like Sutton. He, you know, he's uh, he's a good position player. He uh, he when when he uh, presses, he could he's great and uh, he sees the game well. He's just got great yeah. knowledge in yeah. all, all all aspects. Let, Wex, we're under two minutes. How about Juju? What do you think is going to happen there? Well, you know how the Steelers operate. Uh, Chase Claypool came on so well. They've got Washington. They've got um, uh, Deontay. 
I don't know. You know, Juju's going to – his agent will make him test the market. And once that comes in, I, I believe he'll get a high enough offer where he will go. I do believe he's gone. Whereas Bud Dupree's a different animal. I know Highsmith played well and had to impress him in the same regard where the Steelers would maybe let uh, uh, Dupree go because of Highsmith coming on. However, they may not let Highsmith test the market if they can get that franchise tag on him again. Yeah. Oh, you if, mean if Dupree they, or Highsmith? What do you Well, Dupree. Oh, yeah. Okay. Dupree agent to be. And so you would, you would have to franchise him. You, you, you don't want him. You're going to let Juju test the market, and Juju's yeah. probably going to find somebody that ha- makes him happy. Yeah. Dupree would easily do that. That's why you would slap the tag on him before and not allow him to go on the market. But you would have to probably get rid of Ben, uh, you know, to keep Dupree. Yeah, you know. It's it's not fun any way you look at it. I I think Juju wants to go back to California. Yeah, I I do too. My guess, yeah. I mean, he's Polynesian. He's a sun sun guy, you know, just like Troy was. uh, You know, Troy, of course, would never have been allowed to test the market and what. Yeah, but um, boy, get me out of the rain is what uh, they say. So, Wex, we got to go to break. Before we go, where can we get that Palomalu book? Mark. Huh? You can now get it at Amazon. Amazon, jimwexel.com, shop.steelers.com. And uh, right now I'm working with uh, the book chains because yeah. it's after the holidays. And not only after the holidays, it's after the season. Oh, and not only that, but the reviews yeah. have been outstanding. Standing. All right. And they really I'm, have. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because I've been holding back because I want to consume the book. As I told you, I hate when I have to piecemeal books. So I'm, I'm, I already got my reading start, ready to kick off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've getting a lot of orders. I'm getting a lot of orders because the season ended and people want to escape yes. to a time when they did not lose to the Browns. Yeah. Yes, th- and this is a book to escape on. Yeah. Thank you, Jim Wexel, for all season long. Yeah, Jimmy, Appreciate you, brother. We love you, buddy. Absolutely. I love you guys. All, all right, man. So Mucho Take love care. to you and everybody in the family. Yeah. Uh, all right. All of our Steelers guests and playoff coverage is brought to you by your neighborhood Ford store. Yay! Yeah. All right, let's go to break. Uh, yeah, he's Tunch. I'm Wolf, and we'll be back after this. Obviously, you can't turn the ball over, um, you know, and, and, you know, it kills your team, kills your chances. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. Uh, and uh, thank you to uh, Brent. 
Brent from Portage. Portage. We got some T-shirts. T-shirts. Yeah, Port- baby. Portage. Jacob's uh, looking over there and going, "No, Jacob, I, I, I'm, I'm a three X. I'm, I'm a fat guy. You can You'd be. You could use that for a tent. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, dear Brent. We appreciate yeah. you and all the people in Portage, PA, who are part of the Steelers Portage. fan club. Portage, as uh, as we would like to say. The fact is, um, we appreciate you so very much, and yeah. all the people that call. Uh, it is with uh, great joy yeah. that we get to and have the privilege of talking with Steelers Nation on a daily right. basis throughout the season and throughout the years. And it has been um, our overwhelming pleasure and desire to uh, share our love of Steelers football yeah. with that of the uh, Steelers Nation. So, Speaking of, speaking uh, of uh, CR. You were? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll go. CR from Chicago. Welcome to the locker room, CR. Hey, you two old folks. CR sitting in Chicago with love and, and just uh, admiration for you guys. Uh, how you guys doing this morning, man? We are, as always, doing very Great. fine. Thank you, brother. How are you? Oh, I'm hanging in there. Hey, man, I got, I got, I got like five different uh, points. I need to get into them. Uh, number one. Let's get to it. When I say... Okay, when I say old fogies to the rest of the nation out there, I'm not refer I'm not necessarily referring to you guys as old because I know that I am much older than you guys are. But my, my, my context with old fogies is that compared to the young players out there on the field today, you guys are old fogies. You like you know, if they don't think you guys are old folks, just look at what you guys got paid. Just look at what uh the, the, the rookies here get paid. Uh, and you, you yeah, the, CR from like day one, we, we always took it as a compliment, just like when we call guys uh, flatheads, lunch bucket guys, you yeah. know, yeah, that's that. just part of bucket it. Bucket heads. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got, you and I have that, but a lot of people, and I don't mean anything negative by that. No. One of the guys called it, one of the guys called in yesterday and said, uh, did I call you old, old fogies? But it's not, I think that they are missing the point that I'm not talking about old and age. I'm talking about old and football. Experience. And let's not get thin-skinned now, CR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got that right. And, uh, hey, my second important point is, uh, you know, I started this, this little thing about uh, keeping record here back on October 19th. Right. And uh, <clears throat> to our uh, inside the locker room, make it dirty dozen plus. Uh, right now, man, we are at 105 call-ins, man. Well, call you in. wanted three digits of people and you got it. You pushed for it, buddy. Yeah. You did it. Good job. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, uh, I'm talking about double-digit callers. Uh, coming in at, at number four is Tide from Long Beach. We got Ernesto with 13. From Cleveland, we got Ed with 13. Uh, from Florida, we got Dano with 20. From uh, Charleston, South Carolina, we got Juan with 33. And your number one caller it's some guy named C.R. from Steel Nation, Chicago, <laughs> with 53. How yeah. about this? We have our own Elias Sports Bureau yeah. that uh, <laughs> re- records statistics. It's the C.R. Sports Bureau. That's right. what it is. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that. It's just something to do because I feel as if it's, it's, you know, I just have fun with it because I can share it with you guys. That's, um, that's what it's all about. Is, uh, my third point is that when I came to, uh, to, 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 to Pittsburgh, uh, my biggest uh, uh, sadness was the fact that I didn't get a chance to, to meet with you, uh, 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 Touch, because I really want you to sign my book, and uh, that's my biggest regret. That I wasn't able to get you to sign my book, uh, the one that you wrote. You know, so uh, I was very, um, I'm kind of, you know, sad about that. But hey, you know, it is what it is. 
Absolutely. It yeah. was a shame. It was just one of those things that was a perfect yep. storm of things screwing yeah, up. So I, I was in Atlanta. Yeah. And I was yeah, in no I was problem. in COVID lockdown. <laughs> like I said, it is what it is. Point number four. Hey, when do you guys expect to start the, the 20, uh, 2021 season of Inside the Locker Room? Don't know. Don't know. We don't know anything at this point. Yeah. You know, this is going to be a wild off season, and we're going to take it uh, day by day and see what happens. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and the other thing about that, too, was, was like you were saying, uh, Tush and Wolf, uh, being on the field, talking, getting the a, a pulse of the guys, being able to interact with them every day live, you know, to get their uh, immediate thoughts and feelings, uh, that, was kind of, that was kind of messed up, too. I think it took a little edge, not a little edge, but it just took a little something away from from uh, from what you guys bring to the show. There's no question about that. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things, CR, that I found to be hard. I know Tunch did. Normally we're at practice every day. Normally yeah. we stand amongst the guys. We have the opportunity to talk, to laugh, to uh, – Kind of catch in on what on who's having fun, who's not, right. who's playing well, who's not. You know, the you just hear the the, the guys talking and, and you're amongst them, and you just enjoy that company and you get a feeling about the whole. You know where where everybody's at. And you and uh, I focus on Mike Tomlin because he he uh, coaches the uh, the guys up and right. he. But the point I get great insight. We're talking about the fact of being yeah. able to be amongst the yeah, guys yeah. and be able to converse with them. Right, right, and right. As it is, you, you can't have that yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, and Tomlin as well. And, uh, hey, man, I don't know what's going on here, but my last po- uh, major point is uh, you guys are not on SNR radio. Uh, radio. I've got the, I have the TV on, and I've got my laptop on. Huh. And the show that they're, that they're presenting on that is uh, 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 the the Wild Wild West and, and Moat, uh, their show from last Monday. Are you guys aware of that? No. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Jacob, are we not on SNR? We're getting reports. No, you're not. Well, we're not on it right now, so I don't know. That's that's technical evaluation that's far over and above beyond what I'm capable yeah. of doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey well, anything, anything except food. <laughs> that, that, there's truth in that, CR. Yeah. There's truth in that. So hey guys, as far as what's uh, my final point, as far as what's going on with the team, yeah, uh, you know we we got to do some soul searching. Uh, we got to really get in there. We don't know who's going to be there. Like you talk about uh, um, um, Juju going back to the West Coast, and uh, it's just so many things. But but here's 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 what I would believe. I would believe that based on the 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 the, uh, the how they fit together right now as a team, I would think that they would take. Some sacrifices, like you're talking about Ben uh, dropping some of his um, money in order to get some other people. I would think that they would take some sacrifices to come together one last time because this this year was ugly with COVID, and it did end on an ugly note of getting beat by, of all people, the Cleveland Browns. And I would think they would just want to come back at least one more year as a group to just uh, settle this thing and, and go ahead and get that trophy number seven. What do you comment on that? Well, again, there's so many things that need to be answered. And, yeah. you know, I was just uh, – Jim Wexel kind of hit me with a blindside there and the fact that Dale Lowley reported that Marquise Ponce was going to retire. Right. Now, we don't have anything official on that. That's, you know, that's coming from Dale, who is, is a pretty, you know, pretty solid guy in the news industry. So um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that because yeah. if that indeed is the first linchpin that falls – Maybe there could be more. Yeah. I don't know. Bye. You know, so we'll see. 
You know, Pounce retiring, I, you know, I, I don't like it. In, if, I, if indeed that is. We'll see. Yeah. You know, you have to see. You know, there's some emotionally, that's, it's too, it's too, uh, such a charged up atmosphere yeah. in the aftermath of a, a bad loss. Yeah. You know, throughout yeah. this whole COVID year, um, it has been, you know, it has been one testing of the, you know, the inner soul of right. each player. Yeah. You know, and um, we'll see. What what Pounce is uh, you know gonna decide? So Cam Sutton, yeah. Bud Dupree, James Conner, T.J. Watt, Al Vinaloa, uh, Curtis March, Chris Wormley, uh, Matt Filer, Tyson Alualu, Pounce, and Javon Elliott. Wow. They they are all free agents. There's 19 Chris, of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of like half half the team on the on the field because you only you got what 22. Uh, 22 players out there. Yeah, well, that there's 35 that are signed for next year. You've got 19 free agents, and one right. has an option. That's yeah. Vance McDonald, which uh, it's a 6.55 mil contract, and I don't see the Steelers paying him that for a blocking tight yeah. end. Yeah. You know. And then, yeah, you saw Vance, and then you also got Ebron. Uh, you know, he, 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 you know, he, he had a lot of uh, uncontested drops, man, and, and that was pretty, pretty. Yeah, there's up. a lot. Yeah. There's so much that's got to be decided on, man. There, there is. It's just unbelievable. So, so, all right. Hey, guys, I'm, I'm going to back out of here. Uh, in this house, we are diehard fans. In this house, we are very passionate. In this house, we are still a nation. In this house, we're family. In the meantime, and until 2021, uh, with love and admiration for you guys and for the team, here we go, still is. Here we go. Much love right back to you, brother. Yeah. All righty. Okay, Chalut, you got your – your yeah. thing, my Bob, there, yeah. man. S- SNR coverage of the Steelers <laughs> playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. That's where the thing, Bob, thing, my Bob is. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's go to break. Tunch and Wolf in the locker room. We'll be back after this. Slipping away, sitting on a pillow, waiting for night to fall. Girl in a dream, sitting on a pillow. This is the night to go to the celebrity ball. Satin and lace, isn't it a pity? Didn't find time to call. Ready or not, gonna make it through the city. Oh, this is the night to go to the celebrity ball. I don't know. Um, it, it is disappointing when you have, you know, a really good season and you get to the postseason and, and you don't play well. And um, like I said, I'll, I'll take tonight on me. Uh, I, I need to, to be better to, to give our chance to give our team a chance to win it. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F one fifty is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf. SNR coverage of the Steelers playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. 
Uh, so, you know, when you lose in the playoffs, it's heart-wrenching. It is absolutely it, heart-wrenching. It's, it's heart-wrenching. and uh, the, There's only one team that celebrates yeah. at the end of the year yeah. the way you want to, and that's the one hoisting the trophy and, and standing right. under the confetti. Yeah. But, you know, Ben couldn't celebrate, but you can celebrate. I right. can celebrate, and we all can celebrate. If you go to um, broadwayondemand.com and uh, you go to the, for the play, Rocky Blyer. Rocky. You know, the thing about it is you and I had the privilege of watching right. Rocky when he came out with the play a few years ago. From January 8th to January 17th is going to be this one-man play. Let me tell you something. It's fabulous. Yeah, Rocky. It is so fabulous. Rocky is so great. Oh, he is, I didn't know he was that talented. Yeah. I mean, you know, I remember when they did Rocky Blyer the movie, you yeah. know, and it was it was exceptional. Um, but you know, they had an actor playing his story and everything. When he does this one man show, yeah, it is absolutely captivating. And I was just amazed at his first of all his ability to remember. Right. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I talked to him after. I said, Rock, when we get to our age, from the era we come from, where headbutts are, you know, it was it was a daily occurrence all the time. Yeah. You know, it's not like now in your late 60s, early 70s, you want to be remembering 436 pages of, of, of dialogue or yeah. something, whatever, you know, whatever it is. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And he takes you through his life story. And what I can't get over was how he created that contact live yeah. from the stage to everybody there where everybody felt like he was talking to you. Yeah, he was in a bar. You know? Yeah, I mean, like he's just he's, he's just talking. His parents had a bar uh, yeah. in... Uh, you know, uh, up in uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. In Appleton. Yeah, Appleton. Yes. Uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. So from January 8th to the 17th, if you go to broadwayondemand.com and you can order your tickets there, I'm right. going to do it. Um, we'll get, get my bride and I will sit down, get some popcorn, and relive that experience. That's going to be, I don't know, it's just it, it's just remarkable. So if right. you have that opportunity, uh, and if you love Rock, you want to support him in his effort to get this out, that's it's a great thing to do. It's so. a great play. It's a one-man play, and he's great. Yeah, he is. I mean, I think about it. Yeah. The height of my theatrical uh, experience. experience was in sixth grade when I was a tree. You know, I played a tree. I didn't even have any lines. Yeah. I couldn't even remember my lines when I had no lines. Yeah. You know, and then here you got Rocky going up, and he, he takes you through his whole life, and it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So. Good for him. I, and, uh, I, 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 I never uh, went on a play. I never. You never? Uh, oh, no, no. you poor, underprivileged yeah, kid. You. Yeah, I, yeah. Let me tell you something. I was a good tree. Yeah. You know that, Jacob? I was an excellent tree. Yeah. Well, I almost missed the, the call for the stage originally, too. I, I was playing a game in the back corner, so I forgot. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. I was I was okay tree. Let's put it that way. You know, but after all that, what are you going to do? Yeah. Such is life. Okay, so moving right along because um, just closing out this show coming up, you know, we uh, we talked also about uh, briefly about Vance McDonald. And, you know, I love Vance. You know, yeah. I, I love the, the, the player. He's, he's a good blocking tight end. Yeah. But he's not worth 6.55. And, and, he, and he's got great hands. Right, he's got great hands. But and he, he's and, – And he – when he – Catches the ball, he runs put, over the guys. Yeah, but are you going to pay him six point five five to do that? 
Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, I bet you they don't think – it's either going to be some sort of reduced rate or something because you can you, – you can't pay a guy that doesn't catch 40, 50 balls that – you know, unless he's catching that much. Yeah. You know, that's the problem. You know, I, if, if, if it was – you know, if you could afford it, yeah, because he is a terrific – Teammate, he's a terrific guy to have in the locker room. Right, he's an excellent run blocker. He's got good hands, but he's not the the Jason the uh, Kelsey Travis uh, Kelsey sixty uh, five fifty catch guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's the problem. All right, let's go to Juan in Charleston. Juan, welcome to the locker room. Hello, hey, Juan. Good morning, guys. Hi, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Good, doing fine, brother Juan. I saved it up. Jacob, do you have the uh, he's, uh, the way he, in? He's not what what. It's a bad day. Do you in. have it? Way in Wednesday. Hold hold on, brother. Hold on. We're gonna we're gonna get okay. it because I was waiting for you. Yes, I checked in at three oh three, but I have a full beard, so I think I should be given three and a half pounds of facial hair. How's that? No, that doesn't hey. work. Okay, now they're picking hey. up stones. <laughs> hey, three or three. I, I thought you would have been at least about three ten. I can take the three or three. Exactly so. So I have to harass myself. Tonch, how did you do? Uh, I'm two oh four. Oh, so he's over two hundred. Yeah. I didn't get under three hundred. So the fact of the matter is, such is life. You will have that on big jobs yeah. like this. So having yeah, said all so, that, Juan, go ahead, yeah, brother. Tonch, tonch. Tunch is doing good, so that's good, Tunch. We got you on the, we got you over two hundred, so that's good, brother. Yeah. <laughs> well, on the final one, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't get it in, get it under. You know, my hey, my wife makes hey. these wonderful egg and sausage sandwiches, and uh, I had I had a couple of them last night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, but I'll I'll take the th- I'll take the three or three wolf. I can live with that one. <laughs> At least, like you said, it wasn't three ten. Yeah. All yeah. right. So, what do you got? I, yeah. Okay. Um. So, um, I was just um looking at my phone. They say the Lions are pursuing Kevin Corbett uh, real hard. What you guys think about that? Oh, I. You know, I. I. I would uh, think that he's he's a Pittsburgh guy. He lives on the he grew up on the north side, and uh. uh I think he's in Mars, uh, yeah, Mars, and uh, I, I don't think he, I, I don't think he's going to go to Detroit. He's on a year-to-year contract with the Steelers. I would think that it's more about um, his final legacy and, and what he wants to accomplish, right. rather than trying to. That that Detroit organization is going to be a handful for yeah, anybody to yeah. try to resurrect. They, you know, Detroit has yeah. never won. Yeah, so well, they did back in the fifties. You know, but that was but before. That was yeah. before Kevin Colbert. Yeah, that was before a lot of people. But the fact is, I don't. I don't see it happening. Juan, I could be surprised, absolutely, but I don't see it happening. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I don't. I don't see it happening either. I, I agree with you guys because, like you say, Detroit is on the bottom. I don't think you want to start all over. So yeah, I agree with you guys. And also this thing with Pouncey and Ben, I think they're going to give it one more run because. Can you you guys remember back when we lost the championship game with Hines and he was crying 
and he came back the next year and went to, went for Jerome. So what you think about that? Yeah, yeah, he 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 uh, talked Jerome into coming back, and he was crying uh, at that press conference. And uh, I said, uh, "Why are you crying?" He said, "Because uh, you know I love uh, I I love Jerome, and uh, he's my best friend." Yeah, so yeah, I think they're going to give it one more chance because, like you guys were saying it earlier, Ben and Pouncey always made that agreement. When one retired, we both want to retire. So I think they both want to. Well, here's the only problem with that: uh, Dale Lally was reporting that Marquise was going to retire. Yeah. So that I don't know. You know, I mean, uh, that could have been spur of the moment stuff. That could have been, as Jim Wexel was saying, that could have been Ramon Foster maybe because he works for the same outfit as uh, Dale Lolly. So maybe they were getting information from Ramon Foster right. because he's you know tight with Pounce and everything. So I don't know. We'd love to. You'd love to see him come back. I've been a big fan of Marquise's right. yeah. his whole career. And certainly, I know that Ben is an even bigger fan. So uh, one said, "When one goes, the other goes." Well, now we wonder. Yeah, he he's athletic. He's intense. Uh, he's feisty. Uh, he's got good technique, and uh, you know, I, I I love Pounce. Yeah, yeah, I love those guys too, man. And uh, shout—I forget. Shout out to the Dirty Dozen Plus One. Shout out to CR, man. I don't know how he keep up with these numbers. Well, if I'm like you, numbers is not me. That's the CR Sports Bureau recording stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he kept up with all those numbers all season. But shout out, to, shout out to CR for that, man. And uh, with these free agents, like you guys saying, I think. Um, I think Juju, I would like Juju to stay, but I think, like y'all say, I think his agent's going to let him tell him test the market so he can get some big bucks. And I was, like you said, he's from California. I was thinking he'd go back there, or I might think even Miami with um, Tua because, you know, the Polynesian connection, so he might end up in Miami. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Well, you never know, you know, because he is a California guy. Um, I do believe that his – agent is going to press him and uh, I think he wants to get out there and test the open market. Right. And I do believe somebody will throw him uh, number one money. You yeah. Know? So we, yeah, we I, shall I, see. Yeah, then like, like um, then I also, I like you guys were talking about with Bud, I think um, I think we we can get him on a one-year because like you said, nobody's going to pay, pay for a guy coming up ACL, so we can try to re-sign him for a one-year deal and see what we can get out of him. Yeah. And then I think, like, like with the season, with this COVID stuff, I think, I, like I said, I think Ben and Pouncey, they're going to come back because they didn't been able to play in front of Steeler Nation this year. They don't want them to go out on a COVID year, man. So I think those guys will be back. Well, I, I would love to have him back. I don't know. You know yeah. what I mean? Again, the one thing about it that you can say about this offseason, just like the season, I don't know. You yeah. know, I mean, it, COVID has just so screwed up everything. And again, you know, we, we heard about the fact that it could be a lesser, you know, um, salary cap. Now they're saying it's going to be more. I, I mean, I don't know. Again, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know either. So we shall see, my friend. All right. Juan, we're going to roll along here, buddy. All right, thank you, brother. Love you guys. I love, love you, bro. Love you, dude. All right, man. That's Steelers Nation, and that's, uh, you know, the thing about it is, again, 
Uh, we are so grateful, you guys, that have hung with us all season long. Yeah. And we want to thank you for your participation in the show and your love of uh, all things Steelers. So for uh, Tunch Ilkin, I am Craig Wolfley. We've got uh, two more days. So be back in the locker room tomorrow. Tunch and Wolf, be back tomorrow. See SNR ya. coverage of the Steelers' playoffs is presented by FedEx and Ford. Way to go.